Welcome back in to Talking Catholic with David O'Gray. I am David O'Gray and we are talking Catholic about what Catholic history may call the Great Betrayal. Stay tuned. For many of you, this is the second week of what Catholic history may call the Great Betrayal of the Catholic bishops against the faithful. When Catholic bishops throughout the world concluded with each other to strip away from the faithful their right to the Holy Sacrament and the Paschal Sacrifice and their duty to be renewed and to be sent by Christ through the liturgy. In response to the global outbreak of what has been clinically called COVID-19. Many states and countries throughout the world issue these social distancing requirements, these stay-at-home orders, and other soft martial law measures to contain um, this contagion, hoping that it will um, uh, minimize the spread until a suitable cure or a vaccine was um, brought online. And, And rather than cooperating with God, the Catholic bishops opted to cooperate with Caesar and render unto Caesar what belongs to God. The bishops and, and priests tried to tell us that uh, Mass was still being offered, but that the laity were not invited to the wedding feast. They told us that we could watch online as if we were the homeless man looking through the glass of watching a very wealthy person eat a very scrumptious meal. They told us that we could not come receive our inheritance, but that they would appreciate if we would contribute via offering to their coffers. They told us that this was just a temporary sacrifice, as if when they stopped cooperating with Caesar, everything would return back to normal. Things will never be normal again, because you betrayed us. You took away from us the only thing that is important. The the thing that David called in in Psalm 27, the one important thing. He says, the one thing I have asked the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. How can things ever return back to normal again after you have betrayed us and left us feeling as how the Jews must have felt after their temple was destroyed? At least when their sacrifices returned, they rejoiced because they knew that it was their enemies who destroyed their temple. But when we return, how shall we look upon you? Have you not treated us as your enemies rather than as your friends? You told us that we were not required to attend Mass and that it was just in our best interest to stay at home. But you could have done anything. You could have scheduled Masses every hour upon hour and had the faithful scheduled times um, when they planned to attend Mass so that the, the sanctuary would not be overcrowded, so that the nave wouldn't be overflowing with people. Um, but no. You went with the easiest solution available for you, 
which was just to cancel masses altogether. You, you could have told the faithful to stand about six feet apart from each other in communion line and instructed those who prefer to rightly receive on the tongue how not to lick the priest's fingers. But no, you went with the easiest solution available for you. <clears throat> You could have stopped distributing the communion blood. You could have stopped the sign of peace, neither of which most of us would have had a problem with. Or you could have told your Eucharistic ministers to just sanitize your hands as you did with H1N1. But no, you went with the easiest solution available for you. And let's be honest for a moment. Most churches are barren anyway. <laughs> there is no need to implement these social distancing measures in most Catholic churches. Most pews are empty. Most pews are empty. You could have told the faithful just to sit in every pew available so that they could um, not be close to one another. In most churches, there was available, enough available space already to implement social distancing. Which you're pretending. You're acting if most Catholic masses are full on Sundays, but they're not. That's false. And that's a joke. And you knew this. But rather than using the space already available, you went with the easiest solution available for you, which was to cancel masses altogether. Not only will God remember this great betrayal of the Catholic bishops against the faithful, but we will remember it as well. I cannot imagine that things will ever be the same again. Over and over again, you bishops look down upon the faithful. And time and time again, you choose to protect each other rather than protect our salvation. You constantly forget that the shepherd comes from the people and that the shepherd was chosen by God to protect and to care for the people. The world was sick. The world was sick and Christ came to heal it by giving it his body and his blood. But now the world is sick and you bishops have decided to deny the world his body and blood. That's amazing. The really sad part <clears throat> is that some Catholics may never return to the sacraments. They may never return after these weeks or these months, who knows how long passes. Some may just see their life without the liturgy and they'll think that's fine because they've been living it all these weeks and months. Oh, I'm fine. I don't need church. I'm okay watching church on TV. I don't have to go to Mass. I'm fine, right? They'll think they're well, because that's essentially what you've told them. And now, with the tail wagging a dog, and the bishops taking their lead from Caesar about how and when to conduct church affairs, the affairs of God, who knows when the Mass will return? Who knows? You should be ashamed of yourselves. You betrayed us, and we will not forget. You, faithful Catholics, pray for your bishops, pray for their conversion, and entrust them into the care of the Blessed Mother. This 
has been talking Catholic with David O'Gray. I'm interested, I'm interested in hearing your thoughts in the comments below. Will things ever be the same for the church again? Or was this just another instance of their betrayal? Will this social distancing <laughs> implemented become the great distancing or further distancing between the laity and the bishops? Make sure you click like, subscribe, and share. But until then, and until next time, blessings and shalom to you and to yours. This is Talking Catholic with David O'Gray.